Yeah. Should make a sticker in general. <laughs> yeah, we need a logo. Yeah, yeah, we started that. We just need to finish what we started on that other one. I'm sorry, Drew. It's I. Who's got us a good little thing just to get a sticker built with? We just haven't finished a part of it. We're getting there. Step. Well, it's July 27th, 2023. It is Thursday evening. We had mm-hmm. a little mishap yesterday. That's That'll my happen. bad. That's my bad. It's all right. It's all that traveling getting to you. I know. And then what sucks is because I drove from Brevard to Marietta. And mm-hmm. I got to Marietta. I just didn't look. Like, I was not exhausted, but rode Got in the van, drove home, was sweaty after I rode. Drove home, was sweaty, in the van with no AC, so just windows down, which is just a lot. Yep. It's a long drive, three hours when the window's down, just trying to stay cool while you're sweating your ass off still. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to road noise at speed, and you get on the 85, and it's just getting hotter, and you have to go 70, and it's just louder. <laughs> Finally get back to Marietta. And, like, I didn't have my book bag there, and I just like knew it wasn't in my van. So I got back to Marietta, and I just like, sat on the couch, that's when I text you. I was like, it'll be like closer to the seven. I need to cool off for a little bit. <laughs> it's like sat on the couch for like 20 minutes, watching Matt's off-road recovery. Yep. And I was like, all right, let's go. They never even go in my bedroom, look for my, like, they didn't even think about looking for my backpack. I was like, just had it set in my head that I was out here. Yeah. Got all the way back out here, like pumped. Yeah, we had the table set up and yeah, everything. I was ready to go. Yeah. Like, lots of, we still have lots to talk about. It was great. But like, it's like, man, where's my book bag? Y'all seen it? No. No. Called Matt. Oh man, it's still at the house. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Hey, hey. In twenty nine weeks, we've had one little mishap, and it's not a big one. So yeah, it's all right, but pretty good. That's the story of why we're sitting record. here Thursday night recording it. Yeah. So this will be for your Friday morning commute to work to Jared's ready place for your Saturday trip Colin's to Jared's sick. place. <laughs> Well, Wait. there's new stuff around the park already. I know. Y'all want to start off with some updates? What all you been working on? Well, uh, we started the week working on Kids Eat Free, making some changes there. Mm-hmm. Just a and, few? Uh, yeah, we'll probably let Will go over that, but a couple more. Uh, and then we did some revisions on um, the shuttle step-up, shuttle trail step-up. And? And? I'm Armucci return. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That one just went by so fast. I think yeah. me and Max were like just out of it. Like we got to get this done zombie mode. So yeah. Yep. That too. Pretty productive week for us overall though. Yeah. So I haven't seen any of it. So tell me, tell us, tell the people, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Yeah. Well, Monday started on uh kizzy free made yeah. some revisions. The, we kind of knew at the beginning when we first yeah. cut it that like we're going to have to see how this packs in. As it packed in, we were like, all right, there's going to have to be some revisions. But we kind of ran it just to kind of get the feel for it, see how it adjusted and everything. But we kind of knew it was going to have to be fixed. From my, my quick counting going up the trail from the bottom up, we've changed the last five tables um, from the bottom up. So... The first one of the last five got uh, lowered a little bit. It's the same distance. Then the next one, same distance, just the lips a little bit mellower. And that's the one that goes into the S berms. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first of the two berms got pushed back, which definitely helps with setup for the berm. And I think will help with carrying speed through. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the first of the last three got shortened about five feet. Lip got mellower. Case pad got bigger. And then the last two lips got mellower. Case pad on the second to last got bigger. And then the last one just lips mellower and taller. So so just getting the flow right yeah. on that trail. Yeah. From uh, feedback from our riders. I'll let and you from know. us. I'll let you know how yeah. it goes tomorrow. I'll see if I can throw a backy on that last one still or not. It, so I haven't tested the last two. Yeah, I'll just finish, right? But on Monday, 
Well, Jared's Jared went back and did the last two. Oh, okay. Monday we got everything done and tested, and or Tuesday we got everything done and tested. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the first one was still soft, but if you cleared it, then the last two actually worked with no pedals. Yep. So that was good. So I'm confident now that those those last three will work well. Um, they're a little bit safer mm-hmm. now too, so that's good. We got plenty of <clears throat> plenty of test laps on that too. Yep, so that was good. Yep, e bike life. Need some rain. E bike life is so nice. Yeah, Jared came back last night testing it, and it was like just said sunset. I think you're here still, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, man, and it is true because when I was first like when we first opened Kids Eat Free, but like Kids Eat Free and Senior Discount with an e bike is so sessionable. Because you can just yeah. jump right back up that service road on an e-bike. You can zoom right back up it yeah. and just run laps on it. It's, like, so fun on an e-bike once you get the hang of it. Yep. We need a shuttle, uh, shaded return trail for that access road, though. That'd be so nice. Yeah. Call it a discount squats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a big change for the week, and then... Everyone's been riding the Armucci back to the parking lot extension. Um, I don't know if many people knew, but the plan all along was to continue that all the way basically to where the gate is to the trails entrance, um, just so we avoid any head-on collisions where riders are coming down that hill from both directions. So we knocked that out this week. Um, yeah. Need some tires, but... Flow's pretty good. Once it's packed in, you'll be able to just cruise all the way back now. Does this go along up up the the road a little bit along the the ridge and back over to the gate? Or I'll just yeah, yeah, you. yeah, okay. yeah. So just a simple little where idea. that last roller was. Um, you go straight instead of right over it, and then you make like a little left, a little right, and then basically just cruise along the top of the hill. Yeah, you probably want to be slowing down by that point. Yeah, you want to slow down. You'll pick speed back up. But, yeah, um, that that where that roller is. You want to be slowing down because there's just a little bit of a catch firm right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did the shuttle trail step up as well? Yeah, bigger, taller. Posted some bigger, pictures taller. and some videos of that. It looked pretty good. Yeah. So what all? I mean, bigger, taller. Did the landing change any? Yeah. So the lips about. Two feet taller, the landing is like three, maybe three and a half feet taller and a little bit farther back. The lip is way more mellow and a much broader transition um, before it was tight and really poppy, which was good if you knew what you were doing, but also trail speed was too much speed for it. So you had to really kind of know the speed. Mm-hmm. Um and be ready for it, which is tough position-wise because there's no setup for it. Anyone can just get into it and hit it. So yeah. It's much safer now. It's taller, which makes it look way scarier, which also I think will deter some people that maybe shouldn't be riding that. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a roll-around cut-in on the left now, um, and it works really good. Yeah. I might have to try to beat the heat tomorrow morning and go do some exploring and check it all out. Yeah. Yeah. Quick little e-bike hike with a chance over here. Maybe. It's easier just to leave them. Yeah. Sometimes it's good, but if I just want to check something out really quick, like, it'll just get distracted too soon. True. I do, if I do bike him, it has to be in the morning, because, like, evening times, he doesn't even want to go. It's so hot out there. Mm-hmm. Like, he went outside and just now tried to play outside. And He's getting like, spoiled. 10 minutes and then came back inside and just like laid on the floor. He's AC dog. <laughs> Not really. He spends a good bit of time in the van, but yeah. it's been in like other places that have been slightly better weather, like mm-hmm. warm during the day, but not hot during the day like this. Yeah. Then when we were in Asheville, he got to go inside Zach and them's house too. So yeah, that helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we've been up to. But it's been hot. Y'all came back sweaty as hell today, wrapping it up. It's interesting recording this on Thursday because now all trail work for the week is basically done. Yeah. This is the end of y'all's week. Yeah, that's it. 
That's yeah. it. There's no Wednesday and maybe this will get done or not get done. I mean, we always can do stuff on Friday, but like quarter trail work stuff always wraps up on Thursday. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's actually a lot. That's going to be a good bit of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It was a productive week for us. Very yeah. Productive. Even with the, your machine still broken. Cause you don't even know how to run it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, the little Mustangs broken 1776 will remain closed for another, I think, the other day, Josh said it's like ten days out on a pin. So I think, like, I was I was thinking through while you were talking about the first trail updates and giving the breakdown of it. I was like, oh, I was like seventeen seventy six. I bet they got wrapped that wrapped up on Monday. And I was like, oh no, I bet the machine just sitting there, waiting, looking all pitiful, just hanging yeah. around, just hanging just around. around. Chance stood on the top of that rock roll for like five seconds, ten seconds while I was walking up, just like staring down it, like thinking about it. Although he was about to lunge and just jump down in and oh, see what God. happened. I think realistically, I'll probably have to close that off. <laughs> After we hit it a couple times. That's spicy. Let's selectively open it for <laughs> certain individuals, but it's a little... It is spicy. It's a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but 1776 will be done in the near future-ish, kind of. So. It should be pretty quick. I mean, you don't have much more to do once you get the pin back up. Like, yeah. It'll be, it'll probably be three weeks until it's done. Next week, me and Drew will be on another job. And then the following week, we're all going up to North Carolina for our PIMBA certification, level one coach. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's exciting. That. Yeah. yeah. That is exciting. More Pisca, right? We wonder how long the days are. We got to get some Ryan in early. I think they're just eight hour classes. But like, the days will be long. Yeah. So. And then, um, we have to, you, you said you're going to work that weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Since you're taking Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for that class. I think I got to get back for Saturday. But if he doesn't put me on for Tuesday, I'm going early for some laps then. There you go. There you go. You. Yeah. I think I'll be Monday, Tuesday, and then Saturday, Sunday. So all I'll, around. I'll probably be that too. Yeah. Make up them hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So we've got other things going on in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, big plans. if you were dying to ride 1776, we raced it. It was fun. It was a great course. Armucci to Dongfeng to 1776. It's kind of a sneaky one on a Dongfeng, but mm -hmm. the tape is still up right where you enter Dongfeng. Um, so just look for that tape on the right. And it's a... It's nowhere near as like technical or steep as the first shoot. Yeah. On 1776. So if you're iffy about it because it's Dongfeng, don't be. It's a it's a mellow one down. Yeah. There. It's basically a 76 extension. Yeah. yeah. It's so, actually because it gets ridden so much less. It's and in that part of it's so bad. Not that bad. The yeah. only thing is just like that catch, like knowing where you're catching into 76 when you go through that first time and like knowing you can keep speed and just get through there, but it's kind of blind as you're coming around. But like yeah. once you do it once, you're like, ooh, yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. But it was, I, did, I didn't do the race, but I went up there and ran some laps afterwards and gave that a pass. I was like, that's pretty fun. It is pretty good. Yeah. Actually, I, I call him Little Edwards, but uh, we, we were doing that lap with what's his name, and then he wrecked on 76. Um, I'm still blanking on his name. Yeah, it'll come to us later, but yeah. We were doing that, that, and so like, Will sent it in. He was following him, and I followed that kid. I was just running up the back, and I'm having a good laugh. I was like, "This is fun." Come around the corner, I had to like slam on the brakes because he's tucked down in the bottom. <laughs> like, just hit it, clipped a tree because it was like a little wet, a little loose. I clipped a tree, just lost and couldn't stop, and was folded down in the catch turn to go left. Yeah. And so I had to like stop, help him out. I didn't really have to help, but he's like, "It's fine, go ahead." So I got down to the bottom. I was like. Well, that was fun, but I kind of wanted to do it again and not get held up for like 30 seconds, 45 seconds in the middle. Like, <laughs> so I went back up and did it again and again, and it is good. Yeah. I like it. I hadn't ridden 76 in a while on either on the e-bike also, so mm -hmm. it's pretty fun. Yeah, that's a good lap. The Armucci Pro and Armucci America is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So. I like that. And then also, if you haven't ridden Simple Green since the resurface, 
It is prime. We got some oh, rain yeah. last week, and it got packed in so well over the weekend. It, I rode that it on Sunday so after good. everyone kept telling me, like, it's running so good. I hadn't been on it yet. I was like, all right, well, mm-hmm. got to go try it out then. And it was in good shape. A couple little breaking bump sections, which you can assume. It's funny how they moved, like we talked about. They're in yep. different places now because the speed are. carries differently and everything. Mm-hmm. But the turns are really good at the beginning, and the trail is just fun. Yeah. Fast. Running Very good. fast. It's fast right now. <laughs> But it's good that it held up to the rain pretty well, too, because we didn't close it at all after any of the rain. And it oh, was yeah. like, it beat into shape and it was good. Like That's yep. what it needed. It was muddy and then it was good mm-hmm. within like two hours. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Also, Senior really benefited from the rain. Senior is like a, a butter carpet right now. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Yeah. But you, you did, you brought up the race weekend. So that was Saturday. Drew came out, he raced. Yep. Mm-hmm. e-bike class yep i was forced to i and said i wouldn't pedal you were forced to yeah why because i'm on an e-bike it just makes sense well what what happened what what happened in the morning when when you came in and asked if you could ride a certain bike what how, tell us about that uh maybe after because we're already on the race thing yeah yeah, yeah. We'll go through the but race. yeah weren't you gonna race slam ham i was gonna try to yeah, what was wrong with it? I mean, I guess nothing's wrong with it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a axle in there, like really in there. It's really it's in there. Really. Probably never coming out. It ain't coming out. What's wrong with that? Yeah. So there might be a reason why it's never coming out. So <laughs> I don't want to aggravate any of that stuff. I've had a lot of a lot of uh, doctors and scientists reach out to me and tell me why it's stuck. Why is it stuck? Um, and that's mostly Zach and Igor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they say it happens a lot with those. Uh, Zach said it's something like the threads, the aluminum like almost welds itself together in there. Like they call Is it, it like spinning or something or just heating up so much? I don't know why. Mm. But like they almost like get so much friction, they like weld themselves together. Yeah, so, so maybe almost put anti seize in there rather than grease. Igor recommended copper anti seize. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he said when you get a new one in copper anti seize, Zach, I think he said they picked a drill bit and just kept going bigger and bigger and bigger inside the cola until basically like the cola was like nothing left, and then it was just like until you but don't hit the threads. But but the know. cola's already out. No, so like there's a inside that like now you go inside where the cola was, and you basically try to oh, okay. drill out what's left on those threads that's actually screwed in. Yeah. Um, but we still need to fix the. Uh, I need to get a bolt head extractor so we can get into the strip side, because that's also not helping the fact that whenever we do something, <laughs> we don't have any leverage. We're just jamming a hex size and a screwed flathead screwdriver in there, so we need something with some leverage. Well, so I stood on the cola side and. On, on a Allen key on that stood on it and it worked. started to go and it worked and I did the same thing on the axle and it felt the same and then we looked at it and I just and then you just ripped all the moving through that aluminum that aluminum yeah. gone <laughs> but Drew was worried about it Saturday morning so yeah. he's like no I'm just gonna ride the e bike and then he rode the bike later that day but that was before we got <laughs> that was to be fair anyone that's well, watched my story or anything. You rode it before we started heating it, hammering it. I chipped some more of the axle away with the screwdriver. So you did get to it before yep. the heat treatment and yep. other banging and shit like that. And, and just Blair going in with a hammer and a screwdriver on the thread side, just yeah. trying to rip some shit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yep. racing. Yeah. Yeah. You're out, and Will will race two classes. Race two class. Now I got the e-bike. That was yep. the way to do it. E-bike women's class, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the e-bike, I mean, the e-bike's awesome yeah. because I knew I needed to beat Bert. I still didn't beat him by enough, like, places-wise. He would have had to got one place lower. He would have tie. had to get beat by someone for us to tie in overall. Mm-hmm. We didn't but have Charlie. I got or... out there at nine, got four laps in on the e-bike, switched over the downhill bike. Got three laps in on the downhill bike and then raced the e-bike first and then did the downhill bike. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So you got that warm-up in. You got a good warm-up in. <laughs> well, I can run through this really quick since we haven't done that in a while. We won't have to do it again for a while. 
Um, I'll go from top to bottom of my sheet. 18 and under, Thomas Van Woodenberg cleaned up the class. Uh, second place, Dawson Elliott. And third place, Carter McInerius. Um, amateur, first place was Preston Marsh. Um, we already know he's got to move classes next season. He looks like he was sandbagging. Yeah. Um, second place was Grant Abishar. Which Sandbagging. is funny. He, well, he moved from he 18 moved. and under over to amateur because <laughs> he was getting, not smoked, but he was like, I don't well, know. Well, he also, he sold his bike and he was on, I think, his dad's bike. So oh, okay. he was like, ah, I'm going to get smoked. And he missed some races, so points didn't matter. And then uh, third place was Joel Elliott. Um, then in e-bikes, William first place, Victor Sanchez second place, Drewski and Elwin tied Ooh. for third place, so... Podium. Aren't you glad you did e-bike class? Because I don't think, let's see, minute 48, you would not have been on the podium. Not even close. That felt slow. (laughs) I felt so slow. I was surprised I got a podium. Um, And then open men, first place for Squilliam. Second place, Alberto. Bert. Biker Bert. Uh, Third place, tied with Tyler and Nuttall. Is that how you say his last name? Nuttall. 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 Yeah. Two L's? Mm-hmm. I uh, play with one L. Um, so, so Tyler Nuttle. Uh, Nuttle. And Chris Ken tied for third place. And then the women's class was just Brittany, and she got first place because she was the only racer. But that's the first time this season that we only had one women's racer out for the race. Yeah, that was race. surprising. All the other races, we had at least a full podium's worth plus some. So mostly for the season over, a good turnout. Yeah. Um, this is hot. It was a hot one. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. We're ramping up, but that was like the start of the ramp. In heat, yeah, yeah. Can pull up the season standings. They are very similar to what the race was. As we kind of switched to podium a lot, yeah, or not a lot really. But um, so eighteen and under for the season was Thomas Van Woodenberg, Dawson Elliott second, Carter McInerius third, um, amateur Preston Marsh first for the season. Joel Elliott, second for the season. August Ogle, third for the season. Um, all And those were also all people that made it to all five of the races, which is pretty cool. Um, e-bike, Jeremy Schmidt, who wasn't here, actually got first in the e-bike class. Um, nice. John Nardiello, um, one of our great sponsors, Atlanta Home Movers. Um, he got second place. Josh's Rock Farm got third place. Josh got those wins, but he only got two races and he missed three races. That hurts. It does hurt. That hurts in the season totals. It hurts, yeah. Because the other two only got three races. They only had one more than him. Um, open men, Bert did end up beating Squilliam by a point. So biker Bert got first place. Squilliam got second place. <laughs> Charlie got third place for the season. And he missed two races. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wrap up open men. Ryan got fourth. Igor got fifth. Oh, nice. Chris came in sixth with just a bunch of consistency in there. Do you think Igor would have gotten third if he had showed up to the final race? Well, he's hurt, but two. But if he had, um, he could have raced his uh, Igor. I know you're listening. He could have raced your, your knee. It would have been close to Charlie. <laughs> um, it would have been close to Charlie because Charlie missed a couple races too. Uh, women's class first place for the season was Brittany Carnell second place was Aaron Golan and then third place was Samantha Allison nice really Congrats third place to... was kind of a tie I mean, we had a couple Manny and Katrina as well but that was just a single race good placements yeah but congrats to everyone it was a good season it was one of our it was our second season so our better turnout season also Saturday Saturday which was nice helps. yeah Saturday mornings nice yeah get it out of the way quick and go ride yeah, the fun way to do it. Mm-hmm. Could almost do it a little bit earlier. It's nice and cool. cool the, the problem is pre ride. Yeah, man. Like even having just one hour to pre ride. Like some people, like they have something going on. They get mm-hmm. here at, like right at ten, and they're only able to get in one pre ride. Yeah, which makes racing harder. So ride a blonde, baby. No one gets a pre ride. It's like the kids' bike race. <laughs> Yeah, but then I get unfair advantage. Yeah, still. I mean, Charlie. I mean, comes we in. could we could do it at ten and run start shuttles at nine. Yeah, but then, yeah, 
pay extra then. (laughs) 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 That's silly. Oh, yeah. That was a good Saturday. Yeah. It was a fun Saturday. It was a fun Saturday. Yeah. You stayed out and rode for a while after awards with Tyler and everything. We pretty good. We had two full trucks, a lot of people. Yeah. I ran my e-bike dead. Did you? Yeah. That's why I was on the slam hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tried charging it over lunch and like the not connector quite. on the that bullet is kind of weird. I'm yeah, not ever sure if it's really. Yeah, it really hit it in there. Yeah. So it wasn't in there. Yeah. So then he did run the slam ham. I mean, which didn't have the cold in there, but that axle was not coming out at that point. Yeah. Like, You're right. <laughs> but that's still, uh, a couple of people have messaged me about it. It's still in the works. We need to get a bolt extractor kit. Did you order a new axle for it? No, I need to get a new axle order too. That'll yeah. come in. That'll probably be here before we actually get the current axle out, to be fair. Maybe. Depends on how Your fast determination. Work. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I'll find that on QBP and get that ordered. Probably get uh, the park to buy a bolt extractor set. We probably need one. I'll see if they got one. We've had a couple times where not on bikes, but remember the Fox stands the first time? Yeah. When Chris had to use a bolt extractor on like 50 different little bolts. Oh, Too many yeah. Ugga Dugs. Too many Ugga Dugs. <laughs> you know? Too hard with that thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. So, I had a fun trip to... Asheville, Pisgah, yeah, all of that, yeah. We talked about it yesterday when we were like, "Oh, we'll talk about it on the podcast," and then realized we couldn't have a podcast because I forgot my laptop. So <laughs> we just sat there and talked about it anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I just wanted mostly wanted to go ride Canuga. It'd been a while since I, I mean, I haven't ridden Canuga since I'd been here, and not much since before that either. So it just been like a while since I ran Canuga. So I was like, I just want to go back there, see what it's about. I hadn't seen the new building, which is nice. They yeah. did a nice job with the new building. It's not huge, but it's a cool little like open building. Parking yeah. lot's nice and everything. Um, but I just hadn't been there. So I really just wanted to go check it out and check in on the trails and see what was what was going on. Um, so those are like my major plans. Like I'll just ride, you know, drive over there after I got the van worked on Monday. Mm-hmm. Drive over there Monday evening, camp out, um, ride Canuga, maybe get some Piscolaps in or something. I was like, I'll hit up Zach and see if he's like available after work to get lunch or like dinner or something, or maybe an evening lab because it stays light out until like eight now. Mm-hmm. So I was like driving over and I texted him and he was like, man, I'll let you know my schedule in a little bit. And I didn't know he just started a new job at a new bike shop. So he was like switching and doing training. And so he hit me up at the end of the day. He's like, yeah, I have tomorrow off. So I was like, oh, you got the whole day off? He's like, yeah, what do you want to do? <laughs> I was like, well, that changes everything. Because like, well, why don't you just take me on a little tour of some of your local Pisca stuff? Because Matt said he like has like this loop he does back there that's really good. And it is really good. So I was like, why don't you just take me on a tour of uh, your Pisca stuff? He goes, okay. I was like, and then we'll go to Canuga in the afternoon. And we get a tow rope and I'll tow you up and we can run more laps at Canuga. And he's <laughs> like, oof. Okay. <laughs> no, he doesn't have an e-bike, and I do have an e-bike, but we, like, did piss. It was fun. We did, like, almost 3K feet of elevation, like 15 miles. Mm-hmm. Like, he lives right on the Bent Creek, right close to the Bent Creek area, um, and which, like, is by Green's Lick and stuff like that. Yeah. But he knows, like, a lot more of the kind of, like, shoot-off trails and side trails and, like, more uh, secret trails and stuff. That's Jordan's favorite area of Pisgah. There's good stuff in there. Yeah. I've done think of them Greenslick. When I went out for the Fox class with Bully, we did some stuff in that, that area. Yeah. It's good. There's the, fun stuff. The trails from the campsite to Greenslick were a lot of fun, too. And the, the climbs the on the gravel the road and stuff aren't that bad. Yeah. But you can go all the way up to the parkway there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were basically right below the parkway, the Blue Ridge Parkway on one of the climbs we did. But we did like, like uh, went up a climb, hike a bike, uh, like ridgeline down, hike a bike, like a ridgeline partway down, hike a bike, ridgeline down, down, back, pedaled back up, out and around, and yeah. then went over to like another ridgeline. Um, did that ridge line and then came back to the car. That sounds pretty fun. cool. It was fun. Yeah. Um, it was really, I mean, okay, it definitely hit some like good, which was a nice check in. It was, it was nice after snowshoe, like the roots and some of this, like this techie sections in Pisca. You're coming up to it, and you're like, ooh, and then you just open it up and let it eat through it. And you're like, that's not any worse than wet roots at snowshoe. 
Yeah. So it was confidence inspiring. I haven't gone there recently, but it's definitely you're like, oh, mm-hmm. he threw me into some back into some like just raw pisca goods. Yeah. Like we had a loamer one that was like still had like fresh cut, like still kind of loamy, even though it was dry. Like mm-hmm. went through that. I was like, this is nice. Yeah. So it was like a really good pisca experience. Miss pisca. Yeah. Then we passed through West Asheville, got some delicious sandwiches. Some CBD milkshakes. Oh, okay. Because at Sashville, they had like CBD and Delta 8 that, and Delta 9 to like anything you want, basically. That's silly. So we got I got some milkshakes. It was delicious. And then we we're sitting there eating our sandwiches at the house. He's like, we're going to do Canuga? I'm like, I'm ready to go. I got a fully charged e-bike. I know how easy that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I can make that so easy. He's like, all right, let's go. And um, Chance. <laughs> You want to go in his crate? He doesn't want to go in his crate. But um, so I was like, yeah, I want to go. And he's like, all right. But I was like, but I can go by myself. He's like, no, let's do it. And and I, we almost had to kind of commit because Mike, man's man, was coming in um, in town. He's like, what y'all's plan? I was like, we had told him earlier in the day, it's Pisca in the morning, Canuga in the afternoon. So the way he was coming, it's easier to go straight to Canuga. So he was basically waiting for us at Canuga, and he got like a lap or two in before us. But I was like, got to go, man. So I drove over to Canuga, got called in some traffic. Asheville does still have traffic. And uh, we ripped, like, they pedaled. He took his um, dog leash to try to use as a <laughs> hey, tow rope. And they never, rent tow ropes. Only with e-bikes. And we got there at, like, 5, 5.15, 5.30. Oh. So the shop closes at 6. You can ride whenever you want as long as you have a pass valid and everything like that. Yeah. But they close the shop at 6. So like, they went rent us one. Their online it says tow ropes only for e-bike rentals. Oh, okay. Which is weird because you think you won, wouldn't want them to beat up their own rentals with tow ropes, but, but whatever. But yeah, so he just got there and he's like, I'm just going to pedal it. So Mike had already pedaled basically equivalent of two laps, like one full lap and then three Tortugas. Zach had done Pisco with me and he just went and they pedaled four laps still, I think. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's three or four. I think four, we did um, Roto Ruckus, uh, maybe three. We did Roto Ruckus, um, Hemlock Epoch, and Paint It Black. Nice. And then I went back up and did GNCC. And Mike did GNCC before we got there. That was fun. And I did a bunch of in-between Tortuga laps while I was telling them they should buy an e-bike. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You leave them in the dust. You go rip through Tortuga and you catch back up to them like 10 feet up the climb. <laughs> and you're like, e-bikes are awesome. You should get one. You're like, Mike, Mike, have you heard of these Santa Cruz e-bikes, dude? They're sweet. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> um, but that was awesome to be able to just like get some good laps on the Tortuga in-between and stuff. But... It was good. So it was a nice little evening. Like, you're definitely getting a little bit dark when I was getting, like, my last lap in up there. But it's nice. I hadn't been there in forever. And the trails were in good shape. Yeah. I had fun. A lot of different trails, like, alternates now and stuff. I mean, because they were mm-hmm. doing a lot. They've done big races and Enduros there. And then you end up, like, rerouting, like, painted black and stuff like that. But yeah. um, I felt I love like, not loved. I didn't crush it. But compared to when we went forever ago. Hemlock Epoch went like went way better than it did in the past for me. I said I was probably closer to like seventy percent of the features, maybe eighty percent. Where like before I was at like thirty to forty percent of the features. You said twenty to thirty when you talked about it. You think so? Which but, is even, fair. even bigger. Probably twenty margin. to thirty, but um, but yeah, like so way more confidence than that. Yeah. That was nice. Which is um, I think the other interesting thing, just talking now. You know how I do. <laughs> what okay. was funny about Canuga and what it reminded me of and like what was nice about going back there too is like that's basically when I first met you. Like I think that was the first time we met. Yeah. yeah. The first time I really met Josh. Like I knew who Josh was, but like I actually met him and like shook his hand, talked to him and everything like that it was that trip. Like first like I I knew like Sean. Like jo- Jordan was messaging like Sean Kelly. I was riding with Jordan and Spuds those days. And like um Spuds and Jordan were texting like Sean. That's who we met up with with Sean. I don't know if I had met Jared before that day either. I don't. I can't remember if that was before or after the first time I'd been to his old spot. Was that like almost a culmination of it all at that point? Like, but yeah, there's a video from that trip of 
me, Josh, and then Jared hitting that step up on Tortuga. Yeah. And it's crazy to look at that now, like where we are. Yeah. That's what wow. it just made me think of is, is like, that was when I first met Josh, basically when I first met you, Zach Ring. I think was yep. that was Zach Smith on that trip. Zach and Kaysen were on that trip because Kaysen, I think it was like Sean. Sean knocked himself out, caught his bars. Sean and, knocked himself out. Zach ripped his bar off of yeah. his, ripped his bars in half. Yeah, yeah. And still basically landed it and then fell. Yeah. Was yeah. this like 2018 or something? I, was, I gotta go back and like. I'll, I'll look it up on my Instagram real quick. I was just, I don't care. I'll hate on myself. I have a sweet video from the Two Wheel Hustle page of that you, trip. You do? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I have to revisit that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm going to pull those stickers off in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. No, I meant watching that video. Oh, again. yeah. It was cool. But, yeah, like, no, but it was a big old group. But that was kind of like when I first met everyone that, mm. like, out here doing this with. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I met Josh there first and I, rode with him at pine a couple other times after that and i remember like having conversations with like man i'm gonna fucking quit my jobs like me i quit my job soon i can just go fucking do something fun mm -hmm. and josh is in there like yeah man and he was talking about like what they were trying to do and i was just like that sounds nice i hope that lines up <laughs> look at you now <laughs> and here we are <laughs> it was definitely a while ago that was a great trip that was right after it opened so how it's, you're also going to find out yeah. how long it's been since canuga has been open because it was like very shortly after it opened we all ended yeah. up going on a trip there and checking it out and the first time i went there was like after a good bit of the youtube hype mm -hmm. maybe like six months after you opening Seth, you watch single track sampler mm -hmm. you watch biking with bobo yeah yep. well maybe not bobo <laughs> no but like local guys and stuff yeah no uh yeah it was cool that's how i ended up over there i think probably ended up going with tyler or something what's crazy too is like the, all the first times because i haven't been in probably i guess two years now if not longer than that but i did go back like after that first trip i'd gone back once or twice but not not prior to the new building being built but um but i only have only ridden my regular bike there yeah never even got in tow rope there or anything like that so like that first trip we were all on regular bikes jared was josh didn't even have any regular any bike at that point i think josh was still think on his yeti Jared was the only one with an e-bike really and we were all just pedaling and we ran mm -hmm. laps but like and the next time I went I ran like seven laps throughout yeah. the whole day like a, a planned day. lunch and everything like that but like that kicked my ass yeah and I ran six laps and like four Tortuga five Tortuga laps like no problem if I had the whole day I could have just kept going yeah I was like god this is good so my post from that is August 2nd of 2020 2020 so that makes sense it was yeah. probably okay that's like the summer before, before covid that, yeah. or was it right when summer after covid oh yeah we were supposed to be social distancing and stuff when yeah. we were out there we were yeah i think we were like <laughs> wearing masks to check in and stuff yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy so 2020 2020 so far away but really not you thought 2018 when you put it in perspective right mm -hmm. i mean that's Cause a, i was guessing because that's, that's when i started writing that's two boxes of chips older than what we, it really was i mean you're not wrong but yeah that's like, probably like two cheese puff containers because you know those last a, a long time yeah that's right that's right uh-huh anyways <laughs> um but yeah but it is like i mean that's still three years ago yeah but it is it feels like almost 2018 in terms of like how long ago it's been because it's we've been so deep in it now where it's like oh yeah i've known them forever yeah yeah it feels like it has been forever but also like not that long ago. It's weird. What is time? It is. What is time? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We aren't going to go that route. But no. yeah, it's just all things I've been thinking about, I guess, since like, I don't know. We we talked about it recently. Like two years ago was the start of this journey out here, like start of the road trip and everything. So it's yep. just like connecting back on those times where i was mm. like what happened before that when did i actually meet josh everyone like that and like just interesting like how the steps came along and how yeah. it worked and stuff like that yeah interesting That's things just lined stuff. up it really does you just gotta let it go sometimes yeah just let it go and then i just kind of like appear <laughs> random y'all's parade uh. not know anybody <laughs> out here just what's up guys I mean, that's that's what's funny is I didn't really know Jared. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Bye-bye, bye bye, Max. Okay. See you, Max. Be safe. Have a good weekend. Tell your mom I said hi. Uh, <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen. She's a nice lady. <laughs> what are podcasts, Max? <laughs> All right. Bye bye. Well, have a good weekend. Be safe. We'll see you. A lot of projects going on at the park. A lot of projects going on in the park. A lot of side projects going on as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of things to get ready for. Yeah. It's gonna. It's exciting. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I have to have a chunk of stuff done. Like I have. There's just things I have to get done in my van that just bother me. I want to get fucking moving on it. So I want to get moving on it. But I have to have like a chunk of that done over the next three weeks, three and a half weeks, knowing that like yep. the trips coming up. So like I'm trying to plan it hot and heavy right now getting started will get you motivated i know i got a lot of things in the works a lot of things i need to do yeah but i just got to get started like if i just start pulling shit then i'm gonna be way more motivated to get stuff back in there yep. and i think i have enough lined up enough of a plan and enough coming in that get me like that base going yep and then start filling in the gaps but so settled on the plan i think what i told you which is an extension of what i told you pretty damn settled on yeah so now that your van is your primary vehicle and home. <laughs> it makes it more it, difficult, it, yeah. Yeah, it makes it more difficult, but it is, you know, you're, it's that time to start but it upgrading these things. But it prevalent when yeah. getting you it, no longer have the Subaru and you got to drive something without AC. Yeah. AC is yeah, getting fixed. The AC, thing. AC yeah. movement's going already. Like that should hopefully will be here by like Saturday. Yeah. yeah, and I can get that in. We're moving on that, but then it's like the rebuild. I was like, I can't just wait for the AC to be done. And be like, now I got to plan the rebuild. So I like settle on some plans. Mm -hmm. yeah. The garage needs to be done before the trip. I got to be able to handle bikes back there better. Yeah. Um, bed and garage. Bed and that garage be the and goal. electric, basically, yeah. and then you can start finishing from there. Mm -hmm. But that is kind of like looking at the steps of goal is like. You can bed and garage and electrical, having it mostly set where I can still charge on the go. Yeah. And then start like fine tuning it from there. Yeah. But it's like you start looking like three weeks. All right. P.S. Need a woodworker that's committed still. <laughs> Everyone's got tight schedules when you're trying to get them to do like side projects and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but I don't know. And then I plan to get slightly more intricate. I think it's going to all fit. But then it's like the problem with like trying to rush it in three weeks is i don't want to rush it if it's going to hold like quality back i'd rather just wait and and make sure i have the just right person doing the right thing core things ready for the trip yeah because like quality is like my end goal of it like i really want when it's finished like to be really nicely finished in terms of all kind of like tied together and like my plans really tied together i had some really cool thoughts and ideas on tying it all together well mm -hmm. and i think if it's executed properly it's going to be pretty freaking sweet Yep. especially a nice upgrade from what i currently have but it's like yeah i don't want to be in that state where i'm like trying to rush to get one thing done and it comes out and you're like almost have to go redo that whole piece of furniture because yep. you just rushed it and it's not even a good base for what you're trying to build it into yeah just like what i'm thinking through when i'm thinking about it mm -hmm. but i even i moved after we talked about the plan like moved my fridge and tested where it was going to go and it like fits in there really nicely so like looks like it's all going to fit together really well yeah it's just executing i think if we get the core ready and then like the website that you sent me with yeah. like all the, the oh, yeah. future planning of solar yeah. all that stuff the plus with we solar, can get some like base stuff yeah. for that too. and you get it all wired right because like the solar panels are going to be in the same spot so i can rewire the same solar panels to the new spot <laughs> and then once those solar panels <laughs> you want to go in your so if like the solar panels are in the same spot, they're wiring where they're going, like that all has to be redone. But if you pull the solar panels, there's a quick disconnect. So you just mm -hmm. remove the one, put the two in place, and they're going to run into that same kind of like, con like con like a uh, port thing. So yeah. like it doesn't really matter. You can do that upgrade after the fact as long as it's rewired to the right place. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm looking at. Like really, what needs to be next is bet like, oh electronic cabinet because electronic cabinet is going to basically be the center base of the bed mm -hmm. and then braces on each side to make sure the rest of the beds but like it's going to go from like floor to bottom of bed on one side is going to be like all electronics cabinets so that almost has to be built bed platform built yeah. in there and planning electronics around that while you do the wiring as well so that's mm -hmm. kind of like 
bed and electronics cabinet was why I say like wiring because then yeah once your wiring is done you can start finishing stuff as as you're like tidying up wiring and everything but right garage also because you're going to be the building the bed and all that you need to go make sure your slide and all that's taken care of in the garage because it's easier to do that without the full bed in there and everything it just comes down to that whole thing where you got to get this one thing done yep. to do this other thing so the one thing to i need get to get it ready do for the next thing to start all of that i think is take a piece of cardboard and lay out how much space I need to be able to fit three bikes. Mm-hmm. And because then that's going to be the size of the slide. Yeah. And then you can build that. And then the bed, you already know it's going to wall to wall and how tall it's going to be and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, planning the slide and the electronics kind yeah. of cabinet. Sounds uh, fun. Wish I knew better woodworking, at least a way I had like convey what I wanted done better instead of just like, I want this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how like a woodworker truly executes projects like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, pictures and pointing. It's probably how it goes. Probably right. Yeah. Oh, I can do something like that. <laughs> Josh recommended Chris, but big Chris, but. I don't know what his actual like finishing work is actually like. Is it all like this desk or did not that the desk is bad, but that's not what I'm looking for inside my van. He's a general con- contractor. Yeah. He can get you in touch he can with someone. Generally do most things. <laughs> <laughs> He's a GC. I mean, man, man can do just about anything. Yeah. Not to say like this desk is bad, but then looking at like if this was a certain like they i can do this for this price point or if he like does nicer because he used to build houses and stuff like that too cabins and everything but i don't know i'm I like think, i'm more on chris's price is probably maybe outside of the budget yeah that's probably true too and i'm also looking like when i look at things like the revel that mike has and bands like that they're starting to go with like more of like marine type of finishes which like i don't know you ever spend time in like boats or sailboats or anything like that in the northeast oh yeah like they have a a main every summer yeah so like the marine and boats have a really nice normal like interiors um it's more focused on weight mm -hmm. and durability Mm -hmm. and the finish can still be really nice Mm -hmm. um but they're well organized they're typically like i mean like an rv but they're more durable i think than rv finishes are and everything like that it's like in marine stuff is like they'll use like soft materials and everything like that because it's always like hard holes and everything and it's a it's a lot less like hardwood. Yeah. Um, so wood rots. Like the only boat I've ever been on, my grandpa had a, a big ass sailboat that was mostly wood. Yeah. Um, like a, a most newer boats, like you look at it, like a dinghy's just fiberglass. Even like nicer like sport boats, fishing boats, is there's not a lot of wood. Yeah, it weighs a lot and it's not long term durable, mm-hmm. which a van's a little different, but it's still like following those principles yeah. and thoughts and stuff. Because if like, you make it work in a boat, then it's going to be really like, like you look at this desk; it's not that big. You could fit in way more wood than that. Yeah, in your trailer, it's going to weigh a shitload. Yeah, it's going to yeah. weigh. I was already planning out the batteries. I was carrying the battery because I have one battery right now two in reserve to make it 300 amp hours i'm probably gonna buy a fourth to make it 400 amp hours but i was carrying just like one battery out yeah just to test fit it and i was like man this thing's heavy i'm gonna put four on top of one wheel on the back because i'm doing it right over the wheel wells i was like yeah i'm definitely gonna have to get some shocks when i'm done with this (laughs) it's gonna be sitting a little differently just like i mean i have weight back there but i'm now i'm adding like some real weight back there yeah if i do water on one side batteries on the other side you're adding like 100 plus pounds right on top of each rear wheel yeah Mm, might need to plan for that a little bit Mm, yeah there's probably a solution yeah i'm excited you're off monday you can kind of suffer through it with me and have some fun yeah (laughs) i'll help you tear it down (laughs) and be there when you're screaming at it (laughs) that's half the battle is just figuring out like planning it's easier to plan when it's all pulled apart and you have like a blank slate yeah kind of a more of a base to work with and everything yep you got monday off too nope going to big creek on monday oh okay you're scooping out everything or you're just hanging out at big creek no i'll be working oh that's right yeah working on you got uh, two different projects typhoon should be less than a full day which one's typhoon that's the one with the big rock drop on like off where the back they, side yeah off the back yeah, side yeah okay. mm-hmm. yeah 
just have it like the first berm off that rock drop and then where that wooden bridge was down below mm-hmm. they've gotten rid of the wooden bridge added in um like a wooden wall where the side of that bridge is and we can backfill that and there might be some other little things i do nice. but do that on monday and then me and drew are off to build a dirt bike track on the rest of the week that's pretty cool that'd be fun you gonna take your sir on out there to test it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because we were just off mic talking what's going on with the dirt bike um well the 400 still runs it still runs great can you tell that it needs to be like worked on or is it like i can't i mean the tires yes need it the there's no rear tire left but you don't really like feel a power loss or anything um I have noticed it because other people that have ridden behind me have told me that it smells a little smoky. Um, it's not like a huge blow-by issue yet. Like, it's still holding oil fine. Um, but I have been hammering on it since I bought it and have never done any engine work. So it's probably time for at least a top end. Maybe just go ahead and send it off to someone and get them to do a to full run through the engine. Yeah, it's uh, probably like your generator. It's probably like that Predator 3500. You probably ran it way <laughs> harder, way longer than you actually realize that you have. Much more <laughs> thorough about changing the oil and the air filter and everything else. On but you've had that sure. thing for a while, and you have ran it. You you were for a while running it like every day. Like you were daily yeah. riding it when you are in your like big moto kick before you kind of hurt your elbow and hand, like everything. Yeah. So yeah. you were definitely, I mean, even with good oil change, you put some hours on that bad boy. It has had some hours on it for sure and it is an old bike how long have you had it now mm, like two years yeah yeah a little bit before i started out here probably yeah so it's a i mean i'm sure it would run another couple hundred hours without a top end run but send it but i uh would rather spend the money on fixing it than Blowing it up and, and then buying a new having one. to find a new motor. So, but I mean, the plus is is as the motor's kind of going a little bit, your tires are also going a little bit, so you're not having to like work it as hard, less grip. So they just spin the tires instead of trying to like really bog it down or anything, you know? Yeah, just that bike does it. not bog. <laughs> no, no, it's got enough power where it does not bog. <laughs> got some bottom in, but. Yeah, so I got to do that. The Suron needs a little maintenance too, but that's all right. Yeah. What does it need to be on that? You, I mean, just, I you probably clapped that thing so hard. It already sounded like it when you so first got it. So the rear axle is like pretty bent. <laughs> um, the crankshaft is kind of bent. Um, needs an oil change. <laughs> needs a new rear tire. It still runs great though. Yeah. Yeah. It's electric. Yeah. Starts. Starts fine. You just, AC like, blows cold. The problem, the problem is it's not <laughs> no bad. Got. It's not bad, but it's built like kind of like a cheapish mountain bike, like in terms of outside components, axles, things like that, right? Yeah. But you can send it like a freaking dirt bike. Like you can just run that thing so hard if you're yeah. a decent rider, so it just can't keep up with how it comes. Like no, no, and I've and you've ran. I've it. put some time on it. Charlie's put a beating on it too. <laughs> Randall's put a beating on it. Yeah. And you and Randall, two hard moto riders coming over just Randall hasn't ridden it that much. Neither has Charlie. But mostly you. Most most of the riders that have been on it have been good enough to put a hurting on it more than it probably deserves. (laughs) The suspension that's on it. Right. That's all right. Thing just rattles around. You can't hear him coming minus to rattle. Like you don't hear anything (laughs) else except this thing rattling up upon you. It is fun, but I don't know how long I'll keep it. I mean, now that I have an e-bike, I'd much rather go ride the the e-bike than. That's why the guy traded you the Suron for the e-bike is because the especially out here, like the joy you can get from the e-bike is, and you don't have to worry about like I can't ride on the trails because you do know it will like tear up the trails a little bit. If we had like a pit bike track out here, it'd be more worth it, but still. That's your commute to work. Yeah. I mean, you've ridden that to your machine a couple of times this week. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, it's it slightly is... faster and less work than an e-bike. 
it, it's fun to like take it out to the machine, but there's a reason I mostly drive my truck around because I always have tools with me and I can carry gas in the back of my truck. You remember that time you strapped a gas tank to the 400 and went out to get gas <laughs> for a Predator 3500? <laughs> <laughs> Will was pumped on this idea. He had that bad It voice. worked pretty good. I mean, the gas tank only fell off once and it was while it was empty. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you're carrying, how was it carrying back your weight back? Well, it had fallen off on the way there, like pretty close to the end of the road, like before you get to Martha Berry. You know, I was doing a decent click in fifth gear and it fell off and I didn't realize for a while and I had to go all the way back and get it. So on the way back, I was going slow and kept a hand on the gas. Paid a little more attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just Not remember, something I'd do again. But Yeah, that's that was the end result of that. He was like, it worked, but I'm not going to do it again. You learned. I mean, it was nice to go on a cruise on the 400, but not so nice riding for 15 minutes with one hand on a gas tank in the back. <laughs> if you had a little rack on that bad boy, it'd be pretty cool. You could really strap it on there at that point. It still is like a really, really bad place to put weight though. Yeah. Like an awful place to put there. 40 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine what riding with the passenger is like on a, on a street bike. Like Josh's Ducati with a tiny little passenger seat and you right. just put 150 just on your pounds back. behind you be terrible yeah they got to learn how to ride with you like yeah. that is part especially on a bike like that the gas tank it learns too <laughs> not really though <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa. Oh. oh man well y'all want to wrap it up y'all want to do dinner yeah tell us your uh, disc golf story oh you want some disc golf stories uh any good ones no Kind of. Oh, you, oh, you did. You got, I mean, you got hooked up this weekend. Yeah. They recognized you from the podcast, didn't they? <laughs> That's totally what happened. <laughs> nah, I met some guys on Monday. I typically, really quick. I typically play on Mondays after work, um, just with my schedule. And uh, but I met up with some guys over there. They're really cool. And Where were you? This is by my house and near Shannon. Yeah. It's at the Shannon Park. Um. They, it's really cool that they have a disc golf course that that close to my house. It's like 10 minutes away. Um, but about halfway through, I just absolutely nuked my disc. I uh, couldn't find it. It's, it's probably up in a tree somewhere, but <laughs> we didn't know that at the time. And we spent like 20 minutes looking for it, and I just felt bad because I was holding them up. I don't know these guys. I'm just holding them up, looking for my random disc. But we finished up playing. They showed me like a secret basket that is like the 19th hole and um after like we wrapped that hidden up, trails yeah it is <laughs> so it, that's where it disc golf's really cool because it's a lot it has a lot of similarities to mountain biking Be in the like community with or it. holes and stuff like that yeah. they don't talk about or something mm -hmm. and huh. um so we were just hanging out at the car after that and they're just like have you ever putted with a sensei and i was like no, I've never heard of it. And he's like, here's three of them. And then two <laughs> other discs. And then, and, and then you could try this one. It's understable or whatever. Uh, but one of the discs ended up being from the property down the road. It's like Haywood Valley Tournament or something. Yeah. I'll have to go grab it here in a second and show you all. But um, it's cool that they had played right there. They live in Somerville. Mm -hmm. Met them over there. Told them about the park. They haven't heard about us yet, but... It's cool that the place down there is, you know, coming around. But um, what did they say about that course? Is it good? Um, they actually had some gripes with it. Yeah, because it's um apparently it's like a son talked his father into like doing something with some land they had sitting around, mm -hmm. so it's not like scouted for nice disc disc golf courses, but um. They said they had fun. It'd be a, a good one for beginners because they said their new friend that could barely throw 150 feet uh, was having a great time and doing better than them. <laughs> so we might have to go represent and go play that tournament next time it comes around. Yeah, we should. I suck. I'll be good at it. it it's fine. It'll Me be cool to show up. Saying we want to go play with just regular Frisbees. 
Mm-hmm. Dude, I, dude, I tried when we went, and it's like you think you'd be really good throwing it around the lawn, and then you like actually try and throw it, and you're like, shit. You realize how long some of those holes are, yeah. and you mm-hmm. realize how much farther the disc actually flies. You're yeah. Like, mm. I want to bring my cousin out to do if we can get into that tournament because oh, he's be never sick. seen the park and he works at a disc golf shop. Yeah. And I think it'd be cool. We yeah. can get him out there to go play that. I, he's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Zach Mays apparently knows the father of that place. So, oh, yeah? Or follows him on Instagram or something, so I have to get the details on that tournament. It's one of those random things, like, I had a friend, he owns a brewery in, like, the Chambly area, mm-hmm. and... He sponsored a player, and him and his, uh, him and the guy he sponsored were out there at that tournament. I was like, "Yo, that's right down the road from me." Because he posted a picture like in front of like the little church thing. I was like, "That's freaking wild." <laughs> but he's like, "What?" I was like, "I work at a bike park, and it's randomly like 15 minutes down the road from that where you went out to middle of nowhere to play disc golf." He's like, "That's so random." I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah, mm-hmm. There's same random, road, random crap yeah. out here like this." Not the same road. Just about the same. Just road. about, yeah. Almost. You're right. Almost. You're Almost. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's funny when you see them loaded up. They got the parking lot full. People mm-hmm. be same thing as mountain biking. People be out there with campers, camper vans. Yeah. Like, same type of scene. People will travel and play frisbee golf. Yeah. It's, what I it's want to know is, disc golf. do they do a church service before the tournament? <laughs> because they that's so you know that's a fa- it's there's if, not, it's you just probably a wall. have no clue what I'm talking about disc golf what we're talking about for this disc golf course but as you're driving in on Haywood Valley on your right there's the front of a church yeah I was making sure you knew that wasn't a full church will yeah 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 I realized that it's it's literally just it's like, like a plywall with, with open doors yeah. of a church yeah. well, it's nice out there in the field. You yeah. catch it on like a foggy day, it looks pretty cool. There it must be a basket cool. right behind that or something. So. You got to snipe the window or techie, something. Techie, very yeah. techie. And very if tech. you hit the doors or the, the wall. Straight to hell. Jesus hates you. <laughs> Straight to jail. That's funny. That's cool. Maybe we should. We should build a little. We we should get some people to invest in sponsoring us with some baskets, like a good nine baskets to put around the property. We could make a, we'll make a fire course if someone will pay for the baskets. So let's start with nine. Um, Jason said, and congratulations to Jason. He's a father yeah. now. So we should have mentioned that earlier. This was his first day back to work after giving birth. Um, good job, Jason. He did it. Jason. But congratulations to Jason and Farah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was saying today because he was talking like uh, whoever in his family that had the uh, ultimate frisbee pass, you can get them at Academy Sports for like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So expensive though. Oh yeah. If someone wants to go buy almost nine a, and get almost a, a grand for a, yeah. a half course, right? Sheesh. And then you got to do work to create those. Yeah. Basket or so, the holes. Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll do all that work if someone else buys the baskets. We'll, we'll into, buy the baskets, and we'll let you know what our hourly rate for cutting nine holes is too. Because <laughs> the hedge trimmers out, there's service for the hedge trimmers once we run all that. You yeah, know, like so. We'll give you a rate. Just reach out. We're just gonna put them all over the parking lot. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> hours trimming. Hours trimming. It's just all on top of gravel with nothing around it. <laughs> <laughs> We wouldn't That'd really do funny. that. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> we should get something going. Just a couple, like yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Especially when it started. And right now, it's just so freaking hot in the afternoons. But when it's it cools so off, if you think about fall time, you're like, oh yeah, a couple laps yeah. and the sun setting, and go throw a couple like uh, holes in. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice. We could turn the tournament down the street into a two day tournament. Ooh. Ooh. Three days. You got to do a day of disc golf, and then we'll have, like, a disc golf race on mountain bikes. So they have to all come do rentals. <laughs> you, have to, like, you have to, like, hit a basket while you're going through the whoops. Oh, dude. Then... Oh, man. Speaking of rentals, we got some bullets in. Those yeah. will be built up. We'll have yeah. some more in soon for rental if you want to try yeah. out a bullet. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we have the full full new rental fleet coming in. So our current rental fleet, which is of some very fresh nomads and mega towers, are for sale. Yeah, um, those so, have not been on our hands very long at no, all. No, we're flipping them a little faster now and everything. Yeah. So the current rental fleet's for sale. Um, they're in great shape. They'll be reworked just like our last ones are. 
Um, that includes our Santa Cruz Hecklers, which we're replacing with the Bullets, which is a nice upgrade. Yeah. They're both great bikes. I mean, the Heckler's great for out here. I ride my Heckler on the full mountain. The Heckler is great. The Bullets I think, is a little more leeway, I think though. the Bullets is just a little bit more of a bike park type of e-bike, like for yeah. sure. Just a little bit more travel, slightly different geometry, just like a little bit more of a bike park, like downhill-focused e-bike. So stoked to have those in the rental fleet. And then just a fresh set of Nomads and Mega Towers. Yeah. Got an extra large coming, not an extra large. So we have two. an XL. No, no. No, we have an extra. Okay, I see. Uh, <laughs> I'm catching on. We now. have a second <laughs> large. We have a second large Nomad coming in. So just trying to jump that. The larges are probably most rented bikes. We have yeah. two large Nomads and a large Mega Tower, and then one extra large Mega Tower that is actually an XL Mega Tower. And then. Uh, Medium Nomad, medium Mega Tower again. That's about it. Nice. Cool. Are these uh, new paint jobs? I think so. Nice. Not 100% nice. positive, but I think they're all the newer newer lineups. Oh, okay. Do they have the that transmission on them? I would be curious to see if the bullets do. They don't. They don't? It's our build. It's our build. Okay. Yeah. They're, they look good. Fresh. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So buy some bikes, rent some bikes. Come ride your bike. Yep. See we'll this, be here. See you this weekend, hopefully. We'll see you then. Thanks to our listeners. Sorry again for the delay, but you're going to listen either way, so. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, you. Yeah. Okay, you. Yeah. Okay, you. Yeah.